Welcome to La Veillon, Living Change with Colleen St. Michaels. I'm an intuitive development expert sharing the tools and information to partner with you as we enter this new era of inspiration, motivation, growth, and healing. Welcome to episode 10 as we go into the topic of un unconscious sabotage. So unconscious sabotage is the belief or the patterns that we are living unconsciously and we keep experiencing things that we're not comfortable with or things that we're not in alignment with, but yet we still unconsciously keep doing it. So how do we go from unconscious to conscious and then change? So unconscious sabotage, it's sneaky because it kind of sneaks up on you and you really only realize it's happening after you're living the results of knowing what you don't want again. So ask yourself this, do you want change and you want it in your life? You might be in your finances, your relationships, your career, your, you know, your role that you play in your own life, but you have fear or you have resistance to changing the ways in which you take control of what you have control over. And what we have control over is our own sense of self, our thoughts, our reactions, our beliefs, and our patterns. So often we are so conditioned to live externally, and we believe that we become responsive to how the world chooses to present itself to us. To take an intentional role in becoming conscious and becoming awakened, it's about uh, being an observer of patterns. It's becoming an observer of the things in your life that it feels like Groundhog's Day that just keeps repeating. We just had the uh, eclipse series over the last, um, you know, beginning since the solstice, we've had full moons and all of these very powerful energies are supporting us into recognizing what's out of alignment with our life. And how do we know if something's out of alignment? We feel discomfort. We feel struggle. We feel confused. We feel conflict. We feel reactive. We feel emotionally unstable. One minute we feel very sad and next we may feel very angry, frustrated. These are all indicators that we are out of alignment with our soul's path. And our soul's path was created by us previous to coming into this earth school. So it's not about, you know, the resistance, it's how we flow with life and how we start to recognize those patterns. So if you were to look at yourself right now, just take one area of your, of your life and be an observer. If it's relationships, do you find that you're attracting the same person over and over again, and it's not offering you any of fulfillment? It actually is very heavy or very overwhelming. Do you find yourself in the same cycle with jobs? where you may change jobs, having an expectation that it's going to look like this, but yet it's like a, the same job, but just different players or different coworkers. So when you become an observer in your world, you then become an instrument that helps to change the tune or change the harmonics of how the flow of your life is going. So pay attention of what it is, one topic, because living symptomatic, and that's what we're fluent in, we live symptomatic of resistance, because it's not so much the symptoms that we need to be giving all of our attention to, but it's the symptoms we tend to give all of our attention to. And it's the source 
that is creating these symptoms. So when we see patterns in our life, let's go in and see if we can find the source. Typically the source is about self-love and self-love of another episode I have, which was what the dance to self-love about taking those intentional steps of being in a relationship to find a friendship with yourself and then creating more committed space with yourself and then falling into that space where you want to commit into love with yourself. And it's, it comes very effortless and very fluently as you exercise the steps that you've practiced leading up to self-love. Because when we're in alignment with life, we don't show ourselves resistance. Major changes in life will always be happening. And it's about how we respond to it. If life was stagnant, if life was still, it would just be, this is what it is. Often people use that statement, well, it is what it is. Well, it doesn't have to be. That's a, a detached way of living. Acceptance doesn't mean that you like it. Acceptance means that you see it, you're an observer of what is presented to you, and then you go inward and you ask, how do I choose to respond? So it's understanding that the universe is always supporting you and that if you have a secret desire for change or you have a secret desire for something to unfold into your life, the universe is responding and sometimes it responds as the appearance of destruction or the appearance that something is being lost or taken from you. But in reality, it's a response because it's showing you what you're not aligned to. So sometimes people get very frazzled because, you know, inside, I hate my job. I hate my job. I hate my job. Well, then there's layoffs and they lose their job. Now they go into the mental trap and now they go into fear. Oh my gosh, how am I going to pay for my bills? How am I going to pay to live? How am I going to pay dot, dot, dot? Well, this is just the universe responding to the request that you desired change. It's not that you verbally communicated it, but you're holding the energy within you so strongly that that is the strongest belief that's being emanated out. And then the support is coming from the universe by creating a break from that job. So instead of looking at it, that's something that is always happening to you negatively. It's looking at it. Life is happening for me so that I can take my birthrighted steps of empowerment and step into that next chapter in my life with more confidence and flow. The mental trap will always bring you into the survivor's view of living. And, you know, when you look around, everything in the mind is, you know, creating a a fear of what's outside of us. Everything looks like it's going to be a struggle. When we step deeper into our being, when we step deeper into our source, when we step into our intuition, we are then asking ourselves, please show me gently, what are the things that I need to shift to bring me into a place that I desire? And that is the key. It's going inside and asking yourself intuitively. You always know what you need to know, but often it becomes a fear in hearing the answer because it's very different than the ego has shared with you, you know, historically, because the ego will always present to you a package of confusion and uncertainty and mistrust. The spirit is giving you gentle guidance that is offering you intuitive step-by-step peace and trust building skills that can help propel you forward to feeling confident, safe, and trusting of yourself. 
and, and asking, where do you feel misaligned in your life? If you just throw your hands up and say, I don't know, I don't know is not an answer. That is a distracted pause and the ego has too much space to fill in the gaps of fear. So asking yourself the question, what do I want? If you don't know what you want, that is your starting point. It is an understanding that it's the faith in life is showing up because there's nothing specific going out into the universe that is helping to support you. It is breaking the patterns of subservient living and subservient living to the outside's boundaries, the outside world's, you know, moral compass, the outside world's demands on you. Why does the outside world have a better projection of who you are and how you should be living than the divine that you're created after? So when we step into that soul space and have that conversation, ask ourselves, what is, what is it I want? What, what fear is coming up? Because when we say we don't know, it is a holding space for us to be afraid. It is a holding. It's a pause. It's not the world that's pausing us. It's the reflection in the mirror that's looking back at you that's creating that pause. So to become in alignment with life, it's about really taking a pause and asking yourself, what do I want? And what steps am I willing to show up for in my life to work towards that? because it's like anything that we begin, we have to honor the infant within us at whatever phase or stage that we are living in. Why should we know what the other direction looks like if we've never driven it? Any point in your life where you're starting something new, you were starting at an infancy space and you must nurture that infant. Be gentle with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Talk to yourself, not negatively, not disruptively. But talking to yourself in a way that you would nurture an infant and say, I support you. I love you. I'm here for you. How can I help you? How can we do this? When you become the best conversationalist with yourself, you will show up to life with confidence. When you become the best conversationalist with yourself, you will no longer feel dependent for the outside world to tell you who you are because you know who you are. You know what your fingerprints represent. You're an investigative student of Earth School, wet, ready and willing and excited to step into what these next chapters are. Because outside change does not happen if our world consistently stays wounded independently. If each individual does not take responsibility for their own energy and what they are adding to the cup of life, that cup of life will never have beauty and love and compassion. It will always be filled with the poison. We need to take responsibility today with love, courage, and the peace warriors mental capacity, which means I can love out, but I am more than willing, happy, and confident to stay and be the observer of how I can contribute to the world and how I can contribute to my world, how I can contribute to my community, how I can contribute to my peace, because you will never be triggered by outside events if you don't hold that trigger within you. And as you go into this next week, be confident and patient with yourself. Confidence is not egotistical. It is not something, find something that you believe in yourself for, 
praise yourself for that. I'm going to pull a card because I am feeling guided to uh, leave our episode today with a message from my Peace Warrior deck. And I created these cards because I felt very alone when I was first starting my journey into my awakening and enlightenment and my spiritual growth and development. So I created this guidance deck of cards, oracles to help um, anyone who just needed a, a, a support system. I felt so unsupported. I had the beautiful team of angels, but in my earthly plane, I felt very alone and, and frightened to trust and, and take those next steps. So when I created this deck, the Peace Warrior, it was really to help us to become empowered. And that's why it's an empowerment deck, because I have beautiful um, sayings on each card. And then in the booklet, it gives an explanation, but it gives tools tools to start the process of healing tools to you know engage with ourselves step by step how do we do this because you know what we can all recognize symptomatically that we need to change but how do we do it and it's not through a gimmick it's just very natural in just surrendering stop fighting you surrender is not giving up that's the ego's interpretation Surrender in the spirit is allowing yourself to step into flow because life is not supposed to be filled with resistance. It is supposed to be meant for us to grow through the experiences, to become a better student in earth gold by knowing the lessons that we've grown through and having a compassionate and loving space for us and a knowing that we belong and knowing that our light belongs here. So the card that I'm going to leave you with is called Feeling It Real. Numbing is not the answer. So often it is that we want to distract from what we feel. Feelings only become more congested when we don't allow them to release. And it is a release with a control. It's a release with a uh, understanding that in emotions are just indicators. So when we feel it real, we are taking that breath in and we are then moving through whatever experience pops up within our feelings and our emotions and we breathe it out. We labor it out and we allow ourselves to express it. We live in a, a, a society that wants to numb it, either drinking or drugs or shopping or food. I was a food number forever. I was trying to always stuff my emotions with food, push it down, don't speak up, don't say anything. I was never hungry because emotions don't get hungry. They just get suffocated. And as my body grew, it was a shielding and protecting. So it's asking yourself, what behaviors do I unconsciously do that are creating sabotage in my life when things that are uncomfortable come up? Do we over-volunteer? Do we shut down? Do we hide? Do we, you know, over-exaggerate, you know, our greatness that we feel good? I feel great. Do we pretend we're positive all the time, but we're dying on the inside? So when we become unconscious to these sabotaging ways, we, we lose the fact that we're distracting ourselves from our healing. But the most nurturing and loving way to bring those unconscious sabotages to the surface is to embrace them, show them love and compassion and say, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry that I chose not to listen. I'm sorry that I chose not to follow and then forgive yourself and then own what comes up next and embrace it because this is taking you into a peaceful place to be a partner with your life in alignment. I'm Colleen St. Michael's with Love I Own Living Change.